Welcome to 10 Good Minutes, a podcast from Mustang Church of the Nazarene. Our hope is that we can help you feel more connected to the life of our church by hearing about things that have been happening in our services and our ministry, having conversations with some of our key leaders, and as we look ahead to some exciting things that we have coming up. I'm Pastor BJ, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Pastor Noah. Woo! So it's pretty interesting. Uh, Nate's on vacation this week. We're on our second episode. Noah, you're already hijacking the show. How does that feel? Oh, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I, I was excited to hijack a podcast episode. Yeah. Would you say that you are a, a small-time podcast listener or a big-time podcast listener? I, I would say that I'm a big-time or even avid podcast listener. Yeah. So uh, what are some of your favorite podcasts that, that you listen to on the reg? I really like That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs, but my favorite podcast is 10 Good Minutes at Mustang oh, Jazz. Oh, look at that shameless plug first day so well, anyway Noah you know that one of the things that we're trying to do is we're just trying to have people understand uh, what's been going on at the church we understand life is busier than it's ever been people are often out and it's like man I missed service and how can I just get kind of a brief recap of what's happening so this week was kind of a big week for us with Nate being out we had Dr. Lehman speak for us we've been in a new sermon series called out of the shadows and it's week two so why don't you just give us a little bit of some of your favorite things that happened in service this week yeah well my favorite part and probably the funniest part of the service um was when he first started he talked about fear this week and he did some illustration and he had pictures with all the different i think he had agoraphobia yeah um he didn't have arachnophobia i was like if you'd have put a spider on the screen i i probably would have screamed in real life but my favorite of the phobias was uh, sermon call out of phobia. Oh, yeah, what's sermon call out of phobia? Uh, well, it's fear of being called out in a sermon. Oh, has uh, that ever happened to you? Uh, well, actually, during the service, he called me out onto the stage and said, uh, he was talking about the Articles of Faith and the district licensing, um, what's the, the process. process. And it was, he said, well, no, how many are you supposed to know? And I said, four. Because every year we're supposed to like zone in on four of them. Yeah, have them like locked in, cold, able to preach on them. Notice, right? Yeah, but what uh, Dr. Lehman wanted me to say was all sixteen, which in hindsight it's makes true. a lot of sense. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty rough getting called out because he's the second pastor to call you out. Yeah, he is the second <laughs> pastor. One shameless plug. I do preach on May first, so watch out. Um, yeah, watch out. Coming, so. But yeah, no, I, I really appreciated how he talked about several different points throughout the message, um, just about how we can actively fight against fear. Um, the first one that, I, that really stuck out to me was he wanted us to anchor to the certainty of God and God's story, because sometimes we, we lock onto things that are around us that impact the way we see the world. Uh, because if we're anchored to ourselves, that's not very strong. But if we're anchored to God, uh, he gets to dictate reality. So none of the other things in life can. Uh, was there, were there any other points that you saw that he made that were kind of impactful to you like that? Yeah, I really liked his second point when he said, um, embrace an authentic relationship with Jesus. Because he really like keyed in on spending time in prayer because it's a relationship and he's zoned in on that relationship aspect of what we, this partnership that we have with Jesus. Yeah, no, that's good. And uh, so I think the other thing that I saw too was uh, that he wants us to, uh, 
to make sure that we're sharing this journey with others as we follow Jesus. Because our, our relationship with Jesus isn't just personal spirituality. Uh, it is that, but it's also a communal kind of thing. So um, how would you kind of describe that for us real quick? Well, I think um, it's another really cool aspect of the service and um, this idea that we've been really talking about with intergenerational worship was the moment in the service when we did Greatest Life Faithfulness. And it was a really cool moment of all the generations coming together because the youth band led and they did a great job. Um, And I just think it was a really cool thing of being in community with everybody around us. And then we all went to serve together, like a good group of us at 11th Street. And I think we really got to see, and some of the youth got to see as well, like what intergenerational and what community really looks like. Yeah, it's that whole cordic three strands thing where we're always better when we're interwoven together instead of when we're on our own because we can give each other encouragement, help, and all the other things that we need throughout the week. Um, so community is essential for us. Speaking of community, uh, one of the pillars that we have at our church is our special guest today, and she's so excited. This is uh, Pastor Kim Drabenstock. And she's joining us. And Pastor Kim, have you ever been on a podcast before? <laughs> I have not. So how does it feel today being on our podcast? Very strange. Yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> sitting in my office talking at a wall where some of my soundproofing clothes are hanging there to make sure that we have somewhat better acoustics. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're, we're fancy here. Uh, but anyway, we, we thought it'd be a great opportunity to talk to you today because we know that you have a few pretty cool events coming up in the life of the church. And it's also spring break. So we're going to ask you some hard-hitting questions today, like <laughs> what does spring break look like in the Draven Stott house? Hmm. For me, it's mostly like a normal week of coming to work, um, a little bit of extra time with the kids, and I, my chauffeuring duties have definitely decreased with not having to do that early morning drop-off at school. And I think the kids are enjoying some extra time sleeping in and watching movies, reading books. Yeah. So would you say that your sleep level has increased for uh, for spring break or is it still pretty much the same? Um, it's pretty similar. Yeah. So yeah, still basically, <laughs> basically, Pastor Kim never sleeps. And speaking of never sleeps, uh, how many cups of coffee are you having? <laughs> um, I've had two today. Two? I haven't well, been up uh, since 445. We but... have a little cold brew Ooh, that was in up the... Up to three? Uh, that was in the fridge so cold brew lasts 10 days and this is solid eight day old cold brew so it's gonna, <laughs> so be, gonna, be, poisoned it's gonna be delicious i've already been drinking it today well, thank so, you uh we'll make sure that you're caffeinated because it takes a lot of energy to do ministry and uh, we know that we got to celebrate with you last year as you got to participate in a spiritual discipline called a sabbatical and a lot of people think that sabbatical is like a vacation where you don't go and like work you just take a few weeks but that's really not accurate especially the way that you did your sabbatical um so why don't you share with us just uh couple of things that you did intentionally on your sabbatical and some things that you brought back with you that are just bringing value to the way that you do ministry now. Okay. Um, for me, the sabbatical was a time just to come back um, to be recharged spiritually, um, refreshed physically, not running crazy back and forth, um, and renewed emotionally. Gave time to just focus on my relationship with God and my family in a way that I don't normally get to do in, in a typical work week. I think um, biggest highlight for me was going on a prayer retreat. Never had that experience to just take a week and focus just on my relationship with God. 
um, I went on a silent prayer retreat, which meant I was unplugged from electronics and distractions. Um, and I thought I, as an introvert, I would really love that. Yeah. And, I, and I did, but by day two or three, I was talking to myself in, in my room and realized, ooh, this is a little bit harder than I thought. Um, <laughs> but I did enjoy the time just focused on prayer and journaling, reading books for spiritual growth and um, lots of walking outside, just talking out loud to God. Um, one of the takeaways from that was just a renewed calling for ministry that God's not done with me um, as yeah. a pastor yet. Um, and just his reassurance of the love that he has. It's easy for me to tell other people that God loves them um, and a little bit harder for me to look past my faults and realize how much he loves me as well. Um, and just that his love is complete and unconditional. It's not based on what we do, how much we serve, how sacrificially we give, how we look, what we have, but just on his on that relationship. So coming back from sabbatical, my desire is just really to be filled with that love that he has that flows through me and spreads to those that I serve at church, to my community, to my family and my friends, and people he plans for me to meet in the future. Yeah. Well, and I think that part of the way that he continues to energize us when we get back in to ministry after uh, after a time of sabbatical and reflection is when he lets us do things that we love, like that really bring us energy and joy. And so we have probably out of the things I've seen in kids ministry, one of the most energetic events <laughs> coming up in a couple of weeks on the 27th, we are doing our yearly NASCAR race. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, Noah, I don't think you've ever even seen this. Uh, we have a Pinewood Derby that we do with our kids and they make cars and they race in the gym and there's free lunch. And it's just a great day for everybody to just hang out and be in the house of the Lord together. And uh, it's a great week to invite a friend to Yes. because the whole thing is you know if you can come to the church and do fun things why wouldn't you <laughs> so if we base our, our outreach strategies on fun uh, we tend to get people who want to come and do fun things so over the years Kim can you just tell us uh, what some of your favorite memories from NASCAR uh, have been and what you hope for out of the out of the event this year um, I think I, I love seeing the kids partner with their parents or a grandparent or family friend to create a, a car out of this block of wood. Um, I think it's one of those, those rare opportunities in ministry we have that really connects dads and grandpas um, with children's ministry, yep. especially if they're not um, involved in sports or music, that this is something that brings out hidden talents that you find out from people. It's a lot of fun. Um, some of the kids really want to create a fast car and they go all out um, and others their idea is to win the creativity challenge yeah. so we've had cars of all designs we've had i don't know gumball machines lego characters sharks cinderella wedge carriage cuts. wedge cuts canoes <laughs> i mean i mean the yeah. sky's the limit the kids can create whatever they want as long as it goes down the track and doesn't get stuck then they can yeah. race it well and one of the other things i love is watching some of the hitting on what noah said about intergenerational ministry <laughs> Uh, we usually have some of our primetime group judge the cars for creativity and design and that sort of thing. So finding creative ways to help them feel like a, a really key part of the kids' ministry. Uh, no matter if they serve every week, this is something that they get to do on occasion. That right. Like, wow, I really get to invest in kids without really having to do much. Right. So. And we'd love to make this like an all-church event. I mean, we invite everybody to come. We have parent people come that aren't grandparents. They'll come and cheer on their favorite racer, and we have yeah. free pizza lunch. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, no, it's an awesome thing. It's coming up on the 27th after we have Family Sunday, where we're uh, planning to have some baptisms this, this month again. So it's been a great start to family ministry at our church this year. So with that in mind, are there any things that we can be praying for for you 
uh, personally and in your ministry and other things. Uh, you know, just how can we support you in that way? Um, just continue to pray that God will provide opportunities for us to partner with our community um, and build relationships, um, both with families inside our church and families within our community. Yeah. We've had a couple opportunities in the last two weeks just to reach out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for uh, stopping by. Enjoyed this chat. Well, thanks for the coffee. Yeah. No, we're we're happy to do that. So, anyway, that was Pastor Kim, uh, Podcast Pro. So, you know, be excited about seeing her on this podcast more often because I think she's going to be great at it. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, just wanted to let you know a few things that we have coming up. So this week is Faith Promise Sunday, and we'll be hearing about Nazarene missions and things that are happening all around the world. Uh, We have a couple of special guest missionaries joining us this week, Josh and Brandy Williams. Uh, are our links missionaries that are assigned to the church that we get to partner with throughout the year. So uh, they'll be sharing with us on Sunday morning. But if you'd like to learn even more about what they do, we'll be having a special dinner with them this Saturday, the 19th, at 6 p.m. in the gym. And they'll just be sharing with us in a more informal setting. You might be able to ask them a few questions about what they do, and it should be a great time to be together. So we're excited about Faith Promise this week. Yeah, and um, uh, let us know that you're uh, out there and somewhere in the um, cyber world the listening metasphere. the metasphere uh, you can le- always let us know um, how we can be praying for you or what's new in your life by connecting with us at mustangnaz.org slash together and we hope to see you this weekend yeah that's all that we have time for today uh, you know we promised that this show is 10 good minutes uh, when we started <laughs> so we hope that 10 of these minutes have been as good for you as they have been for us Uh, until we see you guys next time we love you there's nothing you can do about it stay classy out there